When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Tennis Podcast, brought to you in association with The Telegraph and with Eurosport. It is Monday night, second week, and things are bubbling up beautifully here at the US Open, largely thanks to a certain Mr. Juan Martín del Potro, Catherine Whitaker, who has just won everybody's hearts tonight. I mean, I'm sure Dominic Team doesn't like the look of him too much at the moment, but just, just to tell you, if you haven't been able to follow what's gone on tonight... Two sets down was Del Potro, unwell. He'd won three games in two sets. He was 6-1, 6-2 down. He looked like he'd got absolutely nothing left. He popped a couple of um, painkillers and somehow came back to win despite saving two match points in the fourth set, and he won it in the fifth. And it was just it was just so moving to watch the way he connected with the crowd and 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 he does that wherever he goes doesn't he and this was just a huge moment of triumph for him yeah there's something about the way that he moves people and connects with people that is like no other obviously Roger Federer is a is a superstar and a person that transcends tennis like no other but for people, and that applies to Serena as well, but in terms of within tennis, people that understand this sport and, and all the machinations behind it and all the stories, good and bad, there is something about Del Potro that connects with, with people that get all that like nobody else does. In a, in a tournament of many fairy tale stories, I mean, it's hard to say that his is the most heartwarming or the most moving on paper but in terms of how you feel when he's out there on a tennis court and when he does what he did tonight which you just described I mean it's very difficult to to capture the drama of it you did it brilliantly I was listening to your commentary on on Five Live I'm quite sure the Eurosport commentators did as well but I wasn't able to watch it on the TV or be on the court I could hear it I could feel it in my bones, the the crowd chanting. I, I I heard reports that you could hear the crowd chanting from the grandstand court over on the, the boardwalk to the tube station, to the subway station, which is probably about a mile away. I mean it was it was you could feel it in, in the earth, couldn't you? And uh, it was it was a football crowd. I know that's such a cliche, but it was a crowd that you don't really get in tennis, even in the most dramatic of matches and um 
my goodness me, Federer del Potro is going to be something to behold. It is. I mean, even half an hour after, just to give you an idea, even half an hour after this, uh, this match finished... Um, I could still hear people. I was in, inside in the bowels of the Arthur Ashe Stadium and I could still hear people outside chanting the Del Potro song. And something Courtney Nguyen uh, posted on Twitter which really captured it, I think, is that Del Potro makes you feel as if he's doing it all for you. <laughs> it's not about him. It's about the crowd. It's about them. And he's always had that ability to connect with a crowd and to, to conduct them, really. I mean, it's, he's, he's, an, he's quite a... A, a, in the nicest possible way a drama queen you know he's able to create drama out of out of an occasion but it's all just so genuine there's no there's no acting it's just it's just him he's got presence he's he's wonderful and he doesn't through, do it through electricity or energy at all he's he's the most unenergetic sportsman you will ever see his his movement he, he slows to sloth like speed out there most of the time the more dramatic it gets the more slowly he moves between points but it's all created i don't know there's something in something in his soulful eyes aren't there there's something it's it's palpable when he's on the court but you you can't put your finger on it you can't and you mentioned now that he will face Roger Federer in the quarterfinals so a rematch of that 2009 US Open final which was one of the great finals in many ways because he fought back from two sets to one down and and just came up with some of the most explosive shot making forehands that I've ever seen and he he, he unleashed a couple of those tonight that that just made you shudder that he hit the ball so hard Federer on the other hand I mean it was quite it was one of those there was 23,000 people inside the Arthur Ashe Stadium which were absolutely gawping at Roger Federer sailing through in straight sets but during the first set of that really for all of us and 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 everybody covering the sport and I think anybody who was vaguely aware of what was going on with Del Potro it was kind of like oh yeah PS Roger Federer's playing (laughs) you know nobody was really interested were they six four six two I think he he was leading though when Roger Federer took leave of the court and actually went and got some treatment. And that will be a cause for a little bit of concern. He hasn't come into his press conference yet, but he, he the third set was much more competitive against Cole Schreiber. He won it 7-5 in the end. He said on court, Federer, that I just needed to go and get a little bit of rub on my back. He made everybody laugh by saying I've got a rub on my bottom. Uh, but anyway, he, he needed a bit of attention to that part of the body, which we know has caused him problems in the past and which more recently has caused him problems. And, yeah, a question mark, really. And where we are sitting just now in the media garden, as they call it, is uh, just a stone's throw from the ESPN studio, which is where the winner of the first night session match always visits after their victory they go straight there maybe a quick stop in the locker room but but basically they they fill the gap for ESPN between matches and a crowd has gathered in anticipation of that there are ESPN cameramen waiting on the route to the studio and Roger Federer hasn't appeared and the next match the Keith Svitolina match is already on court which suggests to me that Federer now isn't going to appear and I this is pure speculation as you say he hasn't come into press yet I, I think the, the very much most likely explanation for that is that he requires treatment on the back because I really, I mean, they all do it. 
they really do all do it no matter how <laughs> how grumpy or how long a match they've had it's it's and just he's a, neither of those he's neither grumpy nor played a long well, match exactly uh, it's just something that players do here at the US Open you know ESPN just pour so much money into this tournament it's just part of the deal um, and he's not appeared and uh, I suspect he is somewhere having another rub yeah because you know he's still got three matches to go and they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna be the toughest matches one suspects of the tournament he's gonna have the rematch against the guy who beat him in 2009 who wasn't well himself tonight so let's hope Del Potro is able to get himself fully fit but th- that's you know that's the one hope I have regardless of whatever results come let's just hope that physical issues don't determine tennis matches from here because this is bubbling up into a wonderful second week now and this is a great launch pad for it yeah the men's tournament feels like a really sort of niche tennis fans tournament I know you've got Federer and Nadal and as I said they're the um they're the transcendent stars of the sport but you know all the little storylines all all the all the reasons why I mean this applies to the women's as well stories like Lucy Safarova's today you know we're reminded um I was reminded on on Twitter that you know she suffered a really hideous bacterial infection when she was just breaking through into the top 10 and in the absolute prime of her career you know that's not the sort of thing that let's be honest your casual tennis viewer is engaging with that sort of storyline but us tennis fans, we know about all of them, and and they really there are so many subplots in this U.S. Open, and uh, it's a treat. It, 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 yeah, it, it's it's one of those ones where we we really have to earn our money to communicate those stories to people because they they don't jump out. You know, it's it's very easy to sell a Federer Nadal final. We may yet get that very easy sell of a Federer Nadal semi-final but there, there are lots of other stories that deserve to be communicated and that's our job. Yeah well said um, meanwhile whilst uh, Federer and Del Potro were going through what they did, Rafael Nadal was back to vintage best really he was just destroying Alexander Dolkopolov who didn't play badly uh, but it was not- noticeable that when he would hit two of his big shots, Nadal would just absorb them and come back with some more I'm not sure, I mean, I'm sure this isn't statistically right, but rarely has Nadal played a straight sets match more quickly than that because, you know, we always joke, we're always trying to establish our schedules on Eurosport and when Nadal's playing, even if we think he's going to bulldoze an opponent, an opponent, we allow more time than for everyone else because he just takes his time. And that was over in the blink of an eye. Our cameraman ended up having to hightail it over across the, the, the tennis centre because of how shockingly quickly it ended up being over and done with so that's it's a statement performance from Rafael Nadal it was and he will now face Andre Rublev who you've just had an opportunity to interview Catherine um, first of all his performance I, I think we, we, we can't underestimate what this kid is achieving he's 19 years of age He's really only just now starting to break out onto the, the main circuit. He, as a lucky loser, he won Umag on clay. That's not easy to do, an ATP 250 event. But then to come here and scythe his way through serious opponents, Grigor Dimitrov, straight sets, David Goffin today, straight sets. I mean... What a word. Uh, yeah, he's a very charming young chap. His, his English isn't the best. It's better than he thinks it is. But, you know, 19, he doesn't have the confidence with it yet. And I suspect in a couple of years' time it'll be word perfect. Certainly better than my Russian is. But there's something very charming about him. His face 
lit up. He's very unassuming. I think he's going to be the next tennis impersonation that I work work on. Not that I have a particularly broad repertoire currently, but he told us a fantastic story about how he always used to go out and buy the latest Rafael Nadal kit. He said, I always used to ask my mother whether I could get new Rafael Nadal T-shirt. <laughs> That's quite good. I, I have no idea what the guy actually speaks like, but I'm just going to assume it's that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, yeah, well, it was a bit like that. Um, and, yeah, he was just really charming, and uh, oh, who knows what's going to happen against Nadal. Most likely he'll lose in, in straight sets, but it's the 2017 US Open. He has firepower too, doesn't he? I mean, it's actually not that dissimilar firepower to somebody like Dolgopolov, which would make me think that Nadal will find the answers, but this kid's got a quick arm. And he's all, the other thing is, the, the one disappointing thing when you watch Dolgopolov is the way the body language goes, and he just starts, you know, oh, it's not happening, you know, whereas... I don't know whether Rublev will will have good body language, but look, like I say, two str- even today when Goffin started to come back at him, he stuck in there. Yeah, there's definitely something about him, definitely, and uh, I'm impressed with the way, as you say, he sides his way through the draw despite the fact that it's Shapovalov that's been put on Arthur Ashe Stadium every round, and he's been getting all the plaudits and attention, and all of that, and he's just gone, "Hey, I'm good too," uh, and. Blumenwell reached the quarterfinals and um, I think it's I, I, I don't think he knows what will happen when he steps on to Arthur Ashe to play Nadal I really don't think he knows but yeah I, I can't wait yeah it's going to be hugely hugely fun and interesting to witness all of these matches when they get underway in a couple of days' time. Now on the women's side of the draw we talk about Rafa Nadal and how quickly he managed to get through Catherine Carolina Pliskova needed 46 minutes today to beat Jennifer Brady. I feel a bit sorry for her, but considering that Pliskova saved a match point two days ago, that is another statement to the draw, isn't it? And a statement to herself, I think, that she's back. Yeah, there were huge parallels uh, between the performances of the two world number ones today, Pliskova and Nadal. Well, you've just said it. It it was a total statement. It was an even bigger statement than Nadal's. I mean, poor Jennifer Brady didn't respond to the occasion uh, brilliantly it ha- has to be said and she you know the, the writing was on the wall from so early on but um, Pliskova was bullying today really bullying and that is it reminded us what she can do to people which is just make you feel small I imagine you can just feel so small when you're playing her um, she's going to play Vandaway now who I don't think ever feels small so <laughs> um, yeah uh, on the subject of Vandaway though she really that I think that was really big. I spoke to Pat Cash before the match. He was incredibly candid. Uh, gave me an interview for Eurosport in the players' box as uh, Van der Wey was warming up for the match. Incredibly candid. He said he was a bit concerned about how anxious she was about this. When he said, "Look, it's understandable. Could go either way, though. You know, the the nerves can be a really good thing." But he said it definitely was a different kettle of fish to the previous rounds. You know, I referenced with him how big her celebration was after the last one and. And he said, yeah, you know, that's been a, a big project of his to not let her get carried away. He said he's shut her in a hotel room um, and told her she's not allowed to see friends and family. They can come to her matches, but he's not allowed to, to see them. She's not allowed to see them, you know, not allowed to have distractions. He said to her, let me be the bad guy, tell them Pat says no. Um, so, yeah, there's something about that that partnership. The other thing is, you know, I, I, I said, how is she, she's dealing with it? And he said... I'm not sure I know her well enough to be able to confidently say, you know, it's still really early days. He said, I think she's okay and I think we're doing all the right things, but 
it's really difficult for me to know, which is really refreshing. It's fascinating, isn't it? That's a great thing with Pat Cash, and we, we, we work with him quite a lot, both on Five Live and Eurosport, and, and know what he's like. Well, Roger Federer is now making his way out of the doors and up towards ESPN. Listen to this. People are starting to scream because they've just well, cottoned wait till on. They, wait till they really realise. Any of the ones on the front row that have realised. And yeah. in fact, the huge crowd, the poor crowd that were waiting so long and gave up hope and have probably now gone inside to watch Madison Keys, they've, they've missed their big Roger opportunity. Well, when he finally does get in there, I can still see hundreds and hundreds of people out there and we are going to hear a roar in a minute I tell you in the distance you may not pick it up on this mic but uh, anyway we'll tell you all about it yeah here it comes just rumbling in the distance Uh, so anyway Roger Federer is going to speak to ESPN let's hope he's all right now yeah there we are Uh, so the um, the victory of Coco you've described and Carolina Pliskova of course um It'd really just take your breath away how loud people are cheering at the moment um, but now the chanting Roger, Roger, Roger goodness me it's exciting isn't it to, to sort of see the reaction it was the same yesterday actually even louder for Rafael Nadal because there was a much bigger crowd as you say they hadn't gone in to watch the match or anything like that and there was a kind of crossover period a couple of days ago when Rafa was playing the day match and the night session crowd were coming in they were all sticking around to watch Nadal so yeah great atmosphere uh, ju- just a, a note because we didn't get a chance to speak about the night session from last night Sam Querrey won in next to no time the best performance I've ever seen from him and I, and I really laughed at this tweet somebody I don't, I'm, I'm really sorry whoever it is I didn't get your name he said um, he said I'd laugh my something off if Big Sam Query won the US Open he's like a Todd Martin for millennials <laughs> oh god oh damning with faint praise um 55 winners, 8 unforced errors. It was awesome, wasn't it? Look, Misha Zverev was a little bit injured. He wasn't able to get down to the volley as well as he usually is. And that's, you know, Misha Zverev unable to to volley at full speed is is obviously a severely depleted Misha Zverev. But 55 winners, (laughs) 8 unforced errors. Wowzers. He's he's 29. I just spoke to, to Jeff Tarango about him, actually, and he said... The, the win over Djokovic changed changed him at Wimbledon uh, last year and then the win over Murray this year solidified that change and uh, he, he views tennis completely differently. You know what? I used, I used to not particularly enjoy watching him play because, you know, you've always told me about broadcasting. The trick is to, to tell people why they should care, which is a great tip. Um, and I've always felt with Sam Quarry, I feel like he's not telling me why I should care. Like... I've questioned look he could be a master of disguise he could just be you know still waters run deep but I've not always been able to to get from him a lot of caring but he must care a great deal to to have clicked into gear with his career in the way that he has he's not coasting along anymore he's 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 become dynamic in a way that he he never was before and um, he deserves an awful lot of credit look Let's be honest, it's a tough sell for us in the media, Sam Query. You know, it, it's not selling papers. It's, it's not making 
people aren't seeing that name and, and turning on BBC Radio 5 Live or Eurosport, but that comes back to sort of us doing our job, doesn't it, and, and communicating the stories. And, you know, if he keeps producing, he will be impossible to be, to ignore, and then he can show what he can do. I, do. I would like to just say, if you haven't seen the little vine of him doing his little There's dance... There's no one in the world who hasn't seen it, David. It's amazing, and I can still watch it for the rest of my life and enjoy it. But anyway, do go and search it out. Just to, Sam Querrey in showing personality shocker. Well, it does... There's plenty there, apparently. So, tomorrow, Arthur Ashe Stadium, uh, Pablo Carrena Buster against Diego Schwartzman, an example there of two players that we don't know that well. A bit tough sell, yeah. Yeah, but they're probably going to produce an amazing match. Yeah, I'm worried about Diego Schwartzman's knee, though. That's a shame. Yeah, Yeah, I know, I just... that really could be a great match. Again, a tough sell in terms of the names, but it genuinely could be sensational but for the concerns over Diego Schwartzman's knee, so fingers crossed. Then we've got uh, Sloane Stevens against Anastasia Sevastova. First time Stevens, I think, has been on the Ash Stadium this year. She has crept quietly through to get to this position, playing beautifully. So another example of somebody with a new perspective on the sport after being away uh, with injury. She, 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 she loves it in a way she... I think she took it a bit for granted before. She was one of those kids that had a, you know, that big run to the semi-finals of the Australian Open. It all came so easy. Everyone was so charmed by her, and I think she just thought, oh, this is how it is being a tennis player. And and you know, it's not always like that, but she gets it now. Uh, then we've got uh, Venus Williams in the evening session against Petra Kvitova. God, yes, they've please. had they've had so many good matches over the years, haven't they? Don't make me pick a winner. I'm just devastated that one of them has to go out. Ah. Who's going to win? Uh, uh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Tennis Podcast listeners. David here. Now, you might know that I love a bit of cooking, and I think I'm quite good at it. But if I'm honest, even I get fed up trying to work out what to do every night. That's where Home Chef comes in. Being able to put together a delicious meal without the long prep and the cook times, well, that's pretty cool. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. They have over 30 options a week and serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Now, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering Tennis Podcast listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and, of course, free shipping on your very first box. Go to homechef.com slash tennis. That's homechef.com slash tennis for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard it right. Um... I'd be surprised if 
Kvitova can replicate what she did last night. She took my breath away against Muguruza. I was mind my mind was boggled. Um, Query was Kvitova like. Yeah. That's how good he was, and she was just sensational. I think if she's not as good as she was last night, Venus could mop up. If she's good as she was last night, Kvitova win. She wins the whole tournament. I mean, that's unplayable. How good she was. Um, but I think if either if there's any dip. Venus is more likely to be the sort of more solid, consistent. It's strange to refer to her as the solid, consistent one, but relatively she will be in that match. Yeah, and finally it's Sam Querrey against Kevin Anderson. And uh, again, you know, Anderson is just somebody quietly who's just made his way through the draw. But you, what I love about these a guy like that, you see what it means to him on his face. I mean, it's just the world to him. This, this is not likely to happen again for him to have a chance of a semi like this. And he takes, uh, or certainly his wife Kelsey takes the dog into the players' box now. It's not my favourite kind of dog. For me, I, I'm, a, I'm a big dog gal. Please don't put that on Twitter. Um, it's, it's a smaller dog than is my preference, but a dog is a dog, and the more dogs we get in t- inside tennis courts, the better. Tennis Podcast Pets is what Catherine's all about, as anybody who listens to this show is very well aware of. Catherine's going to go now and run and get the uh, the bus. Uh, talking of dogs and pets, uh, Mark Forbes, who is the Southampton kit man, uh, the Southampton football kit man, uh, says, Hi, in honour of Rosie and all listeners' pets, why not offer merchandise with Tennis Podcast Pets embellished on the, dar- the garment? Ted... My dog has suggested it to me as he is too shy to ask directly to Rosie. So uh, that's been sent to me to try to sort out. Well, unfortunately, at the moment, Mark, we can only do human being uh, outfits. Um, but uh, you never know in the future. There is a tennis podcast shop. Go and look at it. Tennispodcast.net is our website. Go and see uh, our shop. You can see our blogs, all sorts of stuff, all of our archive dating back five and a half years. Find out how wrong we used to get it uh, with all our predictions. It won't surprise you. Um, and uh, yeah. So thank you very much uh, for your note. Uh, And I should say that these are emails that are coming in via tennispodcast.net because we've got our sort of contact form on there. So emails come directly to to Catherine in my inbox. We've got Laurie Rose who says, uh, I became a follower in January 2017. I love the commentary from you guys. I spent yesterday at the US Open though and did not see one Tennis Podcast t-shirt. I'm very sad that more fans aren't aware of it. Uh, Sad, she says. Well, the good news is, Laurie, that uh, many people are wearing their Tennis Podcast t-shirts. I've seen one or two around here already. Do go and get them. They're available. And uh, Roger Federer is just creating mayhem out here by his mere presence. And finally, Sabor Khan says, any chance for a birthday mention or shout-out? Yes, there is. You've just had it. Happy birthday, Sabor. And listen, everybody, we'll be back with more from the tennis podcast here at the US Open. Catherine will be back on Eurosport tomorrow. Eurosport player, 9.99 until the end of September if you want to see the rest of week two of the US Open. I'll be on BBC Radio 5 Live and we will be back with another tennis podcast after play tomorrow. Do enjoy your tennis and listen to that from Roger Federer. He's off. So am I. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.